on a special episode of Nothing Good, we're going to have ourselves a movie party. That's right, dear sweet, sweet listeners. We've whipped up a nasty little soiree for you for today's show. You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. You know, your basic high school orgy type of thing. I mean, I'm not talking like candle wax on nipples or anything like that or or witchcraft no 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 no. just just a couple hundred kids running around in their underwear acting like complete animals so pull up a seat make yourselves nice greasy pork sandwich and butter your muffin because it's weird science this week on nothing good Especially strong yeah, you, on nothing. You really good. hit it high. That Excellent job as always, though. I was feeling it as we got through. <laughs> you, you were ramping up I, for well, that. It was because the 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 eight point five has kicked in. <laughs> as so, you've opened yeah, up your yeah, next yeah. beer, as I've opened up the seven point three. Excellent. We're gonna get uncorked, Dave here. <laughs> Unplugged, Dave. Yeah, great. It's the right episode for it, boys. Oh boy. Uh, so um. First of all, how you guys doing? Doing well? Doing all pretty right? Pretty good, pretty good. Feeling good, great. Good. Feeling loose, loosey goosey. Had a had a great fucking weekend, boys. How about that? Uh, how about that panel? Uh, you know, um, good times. Good times to be had for all. Always. It was a, it was a fair turnout. It was a fair. It was you know what? It was a fair turnout. <laughs> it was a good. It was never going to be a great turnout, <laughs> but it was fair. I mean, when you do a when you do a podcast about wrestling video games, you know, you're always going to get some level of attrition uh, throughout the uh, recording. Yeah, but, uh, and it, and if things worked out the way we hope they worked out, maybe you'll hear it. Yeah, yeah. Last year it didn't go so well, but we're we're hoping that uh, when the audio engineering is done on it, the file is not corrupted. But see, that that's the whole reason why when we tell you we're doing these things, you've got to come out. And yeah, see you just it. have to go you do it. You have to go do that's it. it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's that it's that important to be there in person and experience it. Yeah, and we do want to thank everybody who did come out. Uh, we saw you. We appreciate you. Yeah, it was really great to see the support and see everybody show up and everything. And you know, we had some uh, we had some familiar faces that uh, that made it out to the show. We had some new faces. I think we get some, maybe maybe we get some new listeners coming out of it again, yeah. checking out some of the episodes in the archives and some of our future episodes and yep. uh and yeah thanks and shout out to the team at pittsburgh gaming expo for having yes. us uh it's always a pleasure to you know get to be a- amongst the people if you will uh and do a show live so uh it's something we we're really looking forward to and we're glad to be a part of it so you know guys I, I i'd be remiss if i didn't say anything here about this but you know first off you know thanks to everybody who came out again um but we had an opportunity back in may to broadcast live or at least a live recording from the prettiest butthole competition in the state of Michigan, and we did not fucking do it. We didn't. We didn't really have the opportunity to. No. It's just you were pushing for us to do that. Yeah. We they're just didn't say no. If we fucking set up outside the place, they're not going to like turn us away. You don't know that. Yes, yeah. I do. They, they, if they listen to the show, they might turn us away. They're judging buttholes, Jones. I mean, for <laughs> God's fucking sake, they know what they're doing. They know what they did. I, I was going to say, I feel, I feel like they don't know what they're doing if they're judging buttholes. Yeah. I mean, 
it's the hottest thing going in Michigan. It's, it, it really is. <laughs> and just think if we would have bookended our summer with Prettiest Butthole in Michigan and Pittsburgh Gaming Expo, two highly yeah. reputable, you know, establishments in their communities, right? Um, it just lends such credibility to our podcast. Well, I, I have no problem coordinating things with the Gaming Expo. So if you want to reach out to showgirls in Detroit, that's on you, Mac. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I already said to you I would do it, but you guys yeah. couldn't commit to going. We can't even get you to play a fucking video game <laughs> for oh, the actual shit. show. That happened two times. <laughs> you sure it was only twice? It was really just Bioshock Infinite. That was it. And, and Hellblade. Yeah. I played a, I played a substantial amount and of Tony Hawk. I played like two hours. I played five hours. <laughs> I only oh, got two man. hours through the game, but I played ah, it for five. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Do better. when someone drops a do better on you it means something i fucking love and hate you guys (laughs) to the core (laughs) it's just you jeff (laughs) fuck you god damn so anyways welcome back to another exciting episode of nothing good today we're talking about weird science weird science science what a what a jam that song is what a like, fucking jam. even if you like heard it as a kid in the 80s like you still like know it in the back of your head it's like a fucking 80s tv jingle that just gets stuck in there and then when you hear it you're like weird science like you just know it well we're excited to talk about that but before we do that as is tradition on our show what's everybody drinking today uh, well, <clears throat> I'm I'm really enjoying this. It's it's an interesting experience. I've never had a beer like this before. I'm currently having the Rusty Rail Brewing's uh, Imperial Fool's Gold Peanut Butter Beer, uh, and it tastes like peanut butter. I mean, it's not overwhelming, uh, it, but it's very tasty. It's like eight point eight point oh eight point oh eight percent. So I'll be feeling nice and toasty by the end of this episode. I'm excited about it, uh, but it's really really good. I highly recommend it. Rusty Rail. Yeah, it's a it's a that beer in particular. When Doc pulled it out, I was telling him about it. It's it's an experience because you're like peanut butter in a beer. That's kind of weird, but it's a, it's also a light beer, so it's it hits different than mm-hmm. like drinking a peanut butter stout or something like that. Yeah. But it's really fucking good. I think at least two of our listeners would also concur that when Doc pulls it out, it's an experience. At least four. Hmm. Guess it depends on which four. I know who listens. To I didn't. Show. I didn't carry the one. Oh, it's <laughs> my fault in the math there. Mac, what are you drinking? So I am drinking uh, Single Cut Brewery's uh, Monster Truck Force, which I feel is the beer that uh, that Chet <laughs> would be drinking uh, if he were drinking a beer in Weird Science. Which you know he's not. He's just holding his his uh, his brother's best friend at gunpoint uh, with a chicken bed. Which we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it is a uh, it is a uh, West Coast style IPA, seven point two percent alcohol volume, um, and it's quite tasty. Yeah, you, so you're digging it. I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, last week we did the uh, I drank the uh, zombie uh, ice uh, from Three Floyds, and um, I think maybe uh, a little bit more hoppy than I was expecting. This one's a little bit smoother. So, smooth is good. Uh, smooth is good. Yeah, absolutely. Smooth so enjoying uh, enjoying this uh, a lot actually. So. Uh, and I am drinking a coffee porter from Hop Farm, which is a local brewery here in Pittsburgh, called Fresh Pot of Porter. Uh, and I'm not going to lie, it's not great. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's okay. Well, it's, shit. it's okay. But uh, not very not good. Great. <laughs> so our, fir- our first, you know, off the rail story by, by me, 
in in today's podcast uh seven minutes in so i feel like we're doing pretty good um i remember a long time ago i used to really enjoy drinking a couple of beers you know yeah i was a yingling guy i enjoyed yingling you know yingling's an interesting beer one out of four you're fucked it's gonna be skunky and terrible the other three pretty good right that's fair that's fair yeah you know those are better odds than i was having in the south side at that point in my life but uh i digress (laughs) Um, which kind of tends nicely into the weird science movie, if you think about it. Um, but like, I remember really enjoying a couple of beers. I had my couple of beers, my standards and everything. And then, you know, fucking Jeff Anderger comes along and he goes, Dave, there's a whole wide world of beers out there. Different kind of beers, not just lagers, but ales, porters, sours, IPAs, two-time IPAs, three-time IPAs. Expand your horizons. Because if you don't, you're a fucking pussy. Mm. And that has stuck with me because <laughs> I have not been able to like really like drink regular beers. He's laughing because he fucking knows we did. I know, 100%. So, it's just, it's that little fucking devil on your shoulder that's just me saying, don't be a pussy. Drink it's, a real beer. It's been, Drink a real It's beer. been for 20 fucking years that this has been going on. So to hear Jeff, because there's, this is why I say this, because it's so rare that it happens, that Jeff drinks a beer and he goes, no, nope, don't like that. No, I think it, I can kind it of, happens I, more often than you think. It, just not as much on this show. He has more control over that. more control over that. I, pull the curtain back, I actually brought a bunch of beers and I wasn't sure what I wanted to drink, uh, but I knew I was going to drink the peanut butter. And I was like, you know, if anybody wants one of these, you know, and Jeff apparently chose poorly out of my bag of beer. I'm just hearing the fucking dude at the end of, like, Last Crusade, like, standing back at Jeff and going, he chose poorly. Poorly. Mm. Yes. But, like, I I don't know how many times I've been with you when you've actually had a beer. I I could count it on one hand where you've had a beer and be like, no, I don't like that. So to see it in person is a fucking experience. (laughs) I'm I mean, I could be here for. This. I mean, I'm going to drink it. I, I mean, you don't leave it. You don't leave it by a principle. No I mean, fallen when, soldiers. I mean, that's when, the rule. When you're fucking five twos, at some point in time, you just got to follow through. So, it's my favorite George that Carlin is, joke. That's the way to put it. My favorite George Carlin joke. Never fucked ten. Never fucked ten. But one night, fucked five twos. Well done. <laughs> that's Jeff with his beer today. <laughs> he drinks five of those. It's going to end up being good. There you go. So. uh... Weird science is a is science, a, science. Yeah, science. <laughs> so, it's going to be the whole episode when so. we say that when we say weird science, science, so, science, science. I was like two years old when this movie came out. <laughs> yeah, so we what you're saying you did out. not go see this in theater shows? Uh-huh, you don't no, have active no, memory no, of seeing this one in theaters? No. And and it's funny. Like I knew it was in the '80s. I knew it came out. I assumed you know mid '80s, like it did. But I, I thought maybe the latter half of the mid '80s. Like yeah, I thought it, I thought it came out later than it actually it, did. This shit yeah. is old, man. Yeah, like my wife wasn't even born yet. It's so weird to me, like that weird science came out as long ago as it did. I wonder how many of our listeners were born when this movie came out. Fuck, I, that's a good question. I don't know. 1985, folks. August second, 1985. Yeah. That's, that's Barbie, when it that released. Was Barbie Max when birthday. it was shot, I don't know when it was shot. <laughs> it was shot in '84, for all we know. Um, but uh, so this movie, okay, that leads me to then. Okay, if I didn't see this in the theater, obviously I didn't. I I feel confident 
that until the other day when I watched this movie on Amazon Prime, when I rented it, I don't know if I ever saw the theatrical version before. I think I only ever saw the TV, like the USA TV version. TV version. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident. Because there was like some, 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 some titty shots I don't remember seeing. Like... I don't remember yeah, seeing. You might be right. There were. I feel like yeah. there are less titties in this movie than I originally had in my mind. There's only really one set of titties. There's barely one set of titties. Yeah. I mean, if you blink, you miss it. <laughs> I never blink. Good, good man. But um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of eye drops. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty confident. That's the that's the kind of quit quip uh quip quit. It's for you to say. Quip quip quick. quip quip. <laughs> You can't fucking say it. <laughs> Quick wit yes. that you can come to expect <laughs> on another good podcast. Yeah, it, it takes us up, longer to say that than the, think that. The build-up to that was way better uh, than actual getting it out. <laughs> oh, That's what fuck. she said? Thank you. Yeah. Hi-yo. Hey. Um, We're but, checking all the boxes here in the first 10 minutes, everybody. Yeah, yeah. 12 minutes. Um, so, uh, yeah, back to what I was saying. <laughs> I'm pretty. It's gonna be a fun episode, yeah. everybody. I'm, I'm just letting you know. I'm pretty <laughs> confident that th- this movie, when I watched the theatrical version the other day, was the very first time because I actively don't re- ever remember seeing the titty shot before. And I'm sitting there going, "Well, that's new. <laughs> that's fucking. They that's just real new. That. Yeah, that yeah. in post. Um, so this is kind of cool because I, I just, I don't know. Uh, for most of us who are around the same age, you know, late thirties. Uh, 40s, maybe maybe potentially even like mid-ish 40s, uh, I feel like most of us probably saw this on TV, unless you had it on VHS or something. Uh, this was not one that was going to be in the the, the the Mick estate. The Mick state. <laughs> what the hell did you just call it? The Mick state. I, is it weird that I'm offended by that? Maybe. The Mick state? I don't know. It was uh, Like Mick, McDonald? It was, yeah, the McDonald Mick and state. estate. The Mick state. I mean, cool, man. That's about as cool as that beer Jeff's drinking. Mm. So not great. Not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> the mixed well, state sounds no weird. Way that, there's no way that was showing up at Barbie Mac wasn't letting that movie in the house. Listen, <laughs> she was cool with you like falling out of a tree and maybe getting concussed, but that line was drawn. The line was yeah. drawn with weird sound. <laughs> yeah. Weird sound. Go to your Kel- room and play Mortal Kelly, Kombat. Kelly LeBrock was not where we were having it. Oh, man. Kelly LeBrock. Um... That's going to be 30 minutes of the episode. Just, oh man, Kelly LeBrock. Just all three of us just sitting here looking <laughs> oh, at each other's going, oh, oh man. man, Kelly oh, LeBrock. Oh Jazzercise. Oh man. Um, but it, it's, I think I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't remember seeing it as a kid. Obviously, I was three years old when this movie came out. Uh, I feel like this is a movie you would see as a kid, Jeff. Toledo has no rules. Toledo has no rules. <laughs> I like vaguely recall seeing it as a child, not as a young child. Because yeah. my memory is all blurred then. Um, and I remember seeing it as an adult before watching it again recently. But so like most of the movie I remembered as bits and pieces as we were watching through it. But uh, yeah, I don't think it would have been something that my parents would have taken us to go see or would have been a rental at Blockbuster Family Video yeah. in the day. My dad was down with like, you know, horror films and gory zombie movies and stuff like that and really violent action films and he was not gonna buy or rent weird weird science on vhs what is that noise what is that i have no clue i think it was outside i thought 
thought it was a ghost. Yeah, I think that was outside because I was coming back. I was like, "What are you guys doing in here?" What would have been? I thought the kids were doing it. What would have been great is if none of us reacted to it, but Melissa did, and we looked at it like, "I don't hear that." Only only dogs and Melissa can hear that. Nothing. By the way, all of this is staying in the show. It's absolutely staying in the episode. Because I was like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" And I came out because I was like, "Weird science, science, science." Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that means then that now that we're talking about it more, I'm like, as you're talking, I'm going back in my memory, thinking to myself, "Do I actively remember hearing the swearing in this movie?" I don't know if I do. I active. I feel like I saw a lot of like you hole. I think I saw a lot of that. Yeah, if you were yeah. watching it on USA or TNT or whatever, USA. then was- yeah. That's what you were getting. You know, it brings me to the thought, did we review the wrong version of this movie? Should we have just reviewed the TNT USA version of this? (laughs) Because that's probably what anybody really remembers. Because I have, it was funny watching this again, because I have very distinct memories of this movie that were not this movie. And I'm and now I'm like trying to figure out what the fuck was I watching that I thought that was what it was. (laughs) I'm really curious too. (laughs) I thought for some reason I thought the house party was way way more outlandish than it was like i thought there were like way more characters maybe i was bleeding some bill and ted into this where fucking like abraham lincoln showed up or i think something. you might have been <laughs> but like i really thought there were a lot more weird things happening to the house at the party and like for some reason there were like other like portals other types of characters and things coming into it that was really like making the party weirder and weirder as it went through and there's some of that that we're going to talk about in the movie but it wasn't as much as i thought and i was watching this like what the fuck do i remember you're just like what did usa put in for the filler to take out all the swear words and like you know kids smoking and and you know sexual innuendo stuff i feel like that stayed in some you know, yeah that's definitely there yeah but like i i don't know for some reason i thought i was gonna see kelly lebrock's ass in the shower and then just i didn't no. see it no no you see, you see legs that's, and back that's legs it. and back yeah you that's know nice that's leg, always leg and back. yeah yeah just a couple dudes in their sweatpants and shoes and shower god i was i, I thought the devil's three-way was happening so, I, was, I felt a little uncomfortable about it at that point <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping the gun on this a little bit so i watched this movie with my wife who's never seen this movie before <laughs> never never I, no I, context for this film nothing i wish else. i could be a fly on the wall to watch ali watch these movies with you <laughs> the best part about all of this okay so for those of you who know my wife know that she's very outspoken about things that she feels strongly about and so she's laughing like a lot and i she's clearly enjoying the film we're watching the whole thing <laughs> we get to the end Usually I give the R scale a little a little at the end, but, you know, we're jumping the gun here. So I'm like, so, sweetie, what did you think of the movie? She goes, some pedophilia there. And I went, I mean, when you look at it a certain way, yes, technically there is. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, yeah. She's, she's 23. They're 15. I'm like, yes. She goes, if it was the other way around, everybody, that movie would never have been made. I'm like, she's not wrong. Very fucking she is true, not wrong. actually. Yeah. I was like, but it's just a movie. She goes, oh, I know. I laughed, but isn't that a little weird to you? I'm like, when you, when you say it like that, yes, yeah. When you, bre- when you break it down yeah, like that, but yes. I mean, it's she's not a real, f- she's not a real person, isn't she? No, she it's, isn't. No, it's like a sex robot from Rocky. Yeah, 4. it's a sex robot from Rocky Four. But she's still a person. But she's a person. She has her own wants, needs, and desires. The sex and robot. You know what she wanted? 
It was 15 year old. She did. Mm-hmm. But the sex robot in Rocky Four fucked way more than she did in this movie. <laughs> but then she did. Then she didn't get the two 15 year olds. So then she became a high school teacher. So <laughs> she did get all the 15 year olds. It was just sort of like, wait, just for my wife to just give me like that little wet blanket of, yeah, this is weird as shit. Yeah. I'm like, what is weird science? Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah. Um, but she said, well, that was funny. But she's like, but um, she. Her exact words, I was weirded out by the age gap. And I'm like, well, I'm sure somebody was back in 1985. Yeah. According to their she gave ID- two stars. <laughs> According to their IDs in the movie, they were 21. Of course they were. Yes. So, not um, one time. But so the movie was released in uh, 1985, summer of 1985, by Universal Pictures. Written and directed by John Hughes, uh, who is uh, notorious for writing jokes for uh, teenage boys. So it fit right in line with this particular movie. There's a conversation about him we're going to have uh, one day. Known primarily for a number of big movies in the 80s 16 candles breakfast club one of my favorite movies ferris bueller uh uncle buck he wrote uh national lampoon's vacation and european right no he didn't do european uh, i think uh, did he write was, european? no i think he's responsible for writing i think he he wrote yeah that, yeah wrote that. uh also just trains and automobiles you just want to go ahead and just check all the boxes here of what john hughes fucking he's wrote such a part of he contributed our, our oh my a god lot. yeah yeah yeah. Fucking Home Alone. Yep. Yeah, he wrote Home Alone and Home Alone 2. It's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. But he's also been part of some shitty movies, so I mean, I, yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> they can't all be winners, John, I know. Yeah, so uh, he, was a, he was a big part of uh, our childhood in terms of The Great Outdoors. Movies I'm, in the the 80s out- I'm not going to fucking yeah. forget The Great Outdoors. Yeah. I'm throwing that out Yeah, there. and you see like uh, recurring cast of characters in most of those. Um, the budget for this film was $7.5 It made $40 million in the box office. So... Financially, it was a success, um, and you know we'll we'll get into the story. There were some questionable things, um, but he knew the audience. He was, yeah, you know, pitching it to, uh, and it fit sort of right into that demo, if you will. Big time. I, you know, there's Jeff. I I was thinking when I was doing my research for this about talking about the the box office and the budget and stuff like that. You know, no, just gonna just gonna talk oh, about Jeff that. Jeff always catches it. And and I it I, I feel it, it's a comforting thing because I know he's gonna do it. Yeah, I know you're gonna write the intro and I'm gonna cover the logistics. And we don't talk about this. You know, I mean for probably what you guys are all thinking, this is not fucking planned at oh, all. Oh no. Yeah, we don't pre plan This is a poorly edited <laughs> kung fu movie when it really comes together, guys. <laughs> so um, but it just it makes I just I feel good knowing that Jeff's just gonna drop the drop those those figures in there. And I love it. It's one of my favorite parts about listening and experiencing this with you all. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's other things too, but yeah, that's, no, not that's really. Fuck one. you guys. But go for it. <clears throat> also, we are 20 minutes in, and this beer is not getting better. Just so you know. I know Dave. There's, Dave wanted to know. There's some uh, some Turner's Iron City beers <laughs> there, Jeff, awesome. if you want to. I gotta dig way deep in the fridge for those, but they're in there. They're in there. <laughs> uh, so the movie is about uh, two nerdy outcasts, yeah. uh, Gary and Wyatt, who uh, are bullied in school, apparently by Robert Downey Jr. and are uh, obsessed with a couple of cheerleaders from fucking uh, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. RDJ. Tony prick. Stark was a dick. When that was, he was uh, RDJ pre cocaine. It was. That was RDJ. That was RD. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even junior. <laughs> I had a little bit of beef with this because we we establish we're trying to establish at the beginning of the movie that these two are nerds. Yeah. There's nothing about them that are nerds. Nothing. They're just outcasts more they're, than anything. Else. I don't even really yeah. feel like they're outcasts. I mean, 
They're, they're ostracized by those two kids. They are ostracized. That makes them outcasts. I understand. Okay, by that definition, if you want to go by the literal definition of ostracized and outcast, no, well, fuck you. Well, yes. But <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if this movie was made today, would the cheerleaders be into them because they're nerds? Yes. Eh, nerds completely rule the, different movie. Nerds rule the day today. Uh, you know, kids don't even play football anymore. I thought they did. I thought that was still a big they deal. They still kind of do. What do you mean still kind of do? Kids still really. play football. They play, but, you know. What is, wait a minute. Hold on. Now, as a man who <laughs> never played uh, high school or collegiate sports, I'm curious the fucking difference yeah. between they kind of play or back in my day, we played football. Everybody played football when we were in high school. Not fucking true. Did you play I did football? Not. No. Exactly. I don't want to get fucking hurt. You just counterpointed your whole argument. I wanted to make sure I didn't have a substantial amount of head injuries because I already had a substantial amount of head injuries by that point in my life. Like, what, so. like what, what's the difference between playing football and not playing football? No, less, less people play football today than did 20 years ago because of the knowledge of head injuries and people don't long-term... People don't want to be a fucking brain dead, you know, at that point in time. Um, but, like, I didn't get the feeling that these guys were really nerds. I sure shit did. I, I did Fucking look at them. Look how they're carrying themselves. I mean... They get pants. They were... In front of an entire room full of a gym full of girls. Pretty girls, right? In, in their their estimation. First and, off... And as opposed to turning and going, who the fuck did that? They just go, let's just get out of here. First off... First <laughs> off... Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold up. Hold on. Hold on. First off, what fucking high school has the U.S. National Gymnastics team performing fucking gym class? Because that's what's going on here when this whole thing kicks off. This high school... I'm not questioning any of that. In, in defense of the high school, it's also the same exact high school that Breakfast Club yep. was shot in. I love yeah, it. Multiple m- movies. Look, yeah. John, John... Even though Anthony Michael Hall was also in that movie. Yeah. So, so we saying Anthony Michael Hall's character is the same character? Like, that's what happened? I'd like to believe it's a few it years later. It's yeah, a few years later, yeah, he's right? just growing up. Exactly. Still an outcast. There you go. Just apparent. Apparently, that relationship did yeah. not work out for him, and things went real fucking sour. <laughs> real fast. got weird, man. <laughs> just got changed. real weird for yeah. him. And he's bringing he, a gun to school. He couldn't go back to that fucking. Well, he had the fucking gun in the movie. I mean, no, no wonder he brought the gun to school so, because this already happened. He had a big fucking balls moment at the end of the movie where he pulls the gun out on the fucking Mad Max biker. Why wouldn't he bring a gun to school? Now I don't know if The Breakfast Club is the type of movie for this show. Everything in my soul wants to talk about it. I've been waiting 40 years to talk about The Breakfast Club uh, on an official platform. One day, when we run out of ideas, we will cover The Breakfast Club. We are never going to run out of ideas. Because there is a conversation about that movie to be had and, and the importance of it, I think, personally. but That's a great movie. That movie's so fucking good. It's it is so good. It it's is. so good on so many different levels. Uh but anyhow, regardless. For, for those of you that don't know The Breakfast Club, it's referenced in the movie Pitch Perfect. What's Which that? I would not recommend watching. What's, what's, what's that? Oh, that sounds super familiar. It's the acapella movie with Anakin. Oh, that's why I didn't watch it. Okay. Never mind that. Dave loves him some Pitch Perfect. I do. I'm not gonna I still have not I'm watched not any of the Pitch Perfect movies. The first one is real fucking solid, and I'll stand by that. And it's because of Anna Kendrick. Her big ass teeth. Who I've met in person. Fuck you. Facts. Is it she doesn't mean she has giant teeth? Is it just me? <laughs> giant teeth. If that's what you're focusing on when you're meeting Anna Kendrick, I feel like you're doing it wrong. No, I mean she's not I mean she's, she's a, okay. She's a very nice lady. She's very average looking, but she has giant front teeth. Am I, I the only person who ever notices that? I don't think I've, I've ever I don't think I've looked at her mouth like ever. <laughs> what are you looking at? She doesn't have a body. She's, she's bony. She's very petite. I mean push up bras do good things in that movie, Jones. I mean, okay. Hey, to each their own. Yeah. 
I'm not here to Jeff. Can you go, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, can you go back and edit this? That if Stephanie's <laughs> listening to this episode, that there's a point like Stephanie stopped listening, so I don't like have to sleep on the couch. Why? I, you didn't say anything bad. That's fine. Oh, maybe you did. Oh, <laughs> okay. fair enough. Okay. Yeah, anyway, anything, anytime talking about Anna Kendrick's tits, I'm probably gonna sleep on the couch. <laughs> you get a notification on your phone. Says, I'm up. listening. No, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to look out like five minutes later. She's going to be standing outside the window just like looking up on the fucking glass. Mm, they always know. Her spidey sense is going off right now. He's fucking talking about her. I know. It. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they are outcasts at minimum. Uh, I, I I think in the, in they're I think they're nerdy, but I don't know. Are they ever called nerdy? Technically? No, no they're typecast. They're, they're just very yeah. not popular. How about that? I mean, so I'm trying like so objectively, right? Seriously, objectively. I'm trying to break down why they're nerdy. They don't look nerdy. They don't act... You can't say that in gym class when they're all wearing the same fucking thing that they look nerdy. Can't do that. It's so body that, language. It's how you can... Uh, it's not body language. Brother, they're standing there just looking at girls, which every 15-year-old's gonna do anyway. Again, I maintain they're pantsed. And as opposed to reacting like anybody who's not nerdy, they just back away and they scurry off. But see, like, I feel like if you're pantsed and you have the confidence to fucking stand there for a minute and just kind of own that shit. They don't have that. Uh, they, they are not owning anything. They're they they frozen that. with fear and really, embarrassment. I didn't get that. I just kind of thought, like, well, this happens all the time, so. Fuck, not where I was. <laughs> all the no, time. I'm saying for them, no. not like, not <laughs> And if general. it happens to them a lot, that means. Yeah, that's, that validates the point. I'm saying that the act of that happening isn't trying to establish their nerdiness but i'm saying the things that i'm perceiving going into this like anthony michael hall is way too fucking confident to be a fucking nerd in this how many nerdy friends did you have growing up all of them you sure several you positive you have that many nerdy friends yeah uh, I, I he keeps backtracking i mean brother I, i've smaller. met some of your friends growing up few of them were truly nerdy Ryan Whitfield. He a nerd. He's not. He's a sports nerd. I love him. But He's a sports nerd. I mean, you were. You knew him in high school. I knew so him in I elementary school, and I didn't. So to be fair, to be fair, maybe he was. I'm gonna pull up the what same. What about year. everybody else? What about everybody else? Yeah, kind of the because same. Mac, you were the athlete, brother. I know. You were, uh, as I understand your my estimation, you were pretty popular. You were the jock. It so, was kind of weird because you were I the never, RBJ I really never perceived myself as being that. I'm just gathering. Gather, I'm gleaning what from based on the years I've known you, how you speak about those times right so what i'm saying is i was nothing like that <laughs> okay i was friends with outcasts ask the midnight listener he'll tell you <laughs> he was one of them okay <laughs> with, with being that being said being nerdy has nothing to do with your confidence level it has shit to do with that you can say whatever you want when no one's around <laughs> you can talk mad True. shit and have not the nuts to do it in person that's part of being in the herd it's not having the the temerities having the sand to I, act on the things you're talking but shit about i also about. feel like a lot for a lot of people that's just high school and i don't think that makes you a nerd i think this makes you 15 they were pretty nerdy man all right well, it was, yeah. it, I, I, they definitely my, were to me it's that's the hundred percent what I got from them. It was it was their body language. It's their it's their their posture. It's their reactions. The things them staring at this room full of girls and just going, yeah, how awesome is this? Yeah, like, eh, no, that's fucking weird, man. <laughs> I will agree to disagree, but again, that's just my opinion. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Doesn't mean they're right. That's right. Exactly. Facts. Not saying that I'm right. I'm wrong. I'm just saying that's my observation as a storyteller and a filmmaker. Maybe in the 80s that shit sells. 
I mean, it was 85. Get, yeah, that, that yeah. getting pantsed in gym class while looking at girls that you're too afraid to talk to. Like, would the popular kid get pantsed? No. No. He wouldn't. Mm-hmm. No, because he no the popular kid wouldn't really get pants because the popular kid's probably a big popular. tough guy and he's gonna beat the shit out of you if he does like, that. RDJ would be the one doing the pants. Did you see RDJ at the mall when he fucking chased after Kelly Brock like twenty five minutes later in this movie and he's wearing fucking shorts and a goddamn fucking sweater? I, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a popular kid in my opinion. In your opinion, I'm just saying. but he was definitely more popular than yeah. our main characters. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. Yes. <laughs> I love Jeff just sitting there like, we're going to move along on this at some yeah. point. I mean, you're clearly outnumbered at this table in terms I mean, of the opinion. <laughs> I, I know. I know. But this movie's not about them. Technically It's not. about Lisa. It is about Lisa. So can I talk about, uh, I don't remember them jumping into the creation of Lisa So Damn Fast. That fast. Yeah, I thought there was more buildup, what I remember. Yeah. 94-minute movie, you got to get the shit quick. And they're I, like, I you know what? expected a little bit yeah. more. They're like, we saw Frankenstein, like, let's make a computer girl. Interesting part of that scene, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but the books that were around the TV as they were watching Frankenstein's monster, I was able to make out two of the titles. Uh, One was The Essentials of Toxicology. Yes, I remember seeing that. And the other was The Book of Popular Science. He is a nerd. Science, science, He's a nerd. That's that's, that's the female. Now, I'm buying that at this point. It's we're only five minutes in. What the but fuck? I'm saying, man? I'm saying beyond the gym class scene, like I'm starting to get a little bit more. Okay, how about this? I got okay. it. Okay, I got it. I got it. Here we go, Mac. Here we are. Here we are. The first two minutes establishes that they are social outcasts, and then the further ten minutes establishes that they're goddamn nerds. Is that okay with you? I will get that. Yeah, All I'm right. saying I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting into it as we go in because apparently Wyatt is a fucking like computer was who can break into He's the on Pentagon. some lists. He's on a list somewhere. He's not on a list. The what? list doesn't exist for him yet because they don't know he's there. What do his parents do that he has that type of tech that in nineteen eighty five? They have a lake he's on their a very they rich a, boy. They have a lake on their property. Yep. They are very rich people. Like, let's not fucking move past that. It's not a swimming pool. I don't remember him being so rich. It's a lake. <laughs> yeah, they got some cash money. They are they're investment bankers. And you know what? They are probably away for the weekend doing cocaine. They're apps. Oh, for fuck's sake! Of course they. Cocaine are. was being done off of titties. They were being che- chewed on. Yeah, nineteen eighty-five, man. <laughs> all the eighties. They have they have all an apartment full circle. They have an apartment in the city next to the Highlanders' apartment. Just so they can do their just, cocaine. Just doing cocaine just and doing titties. Co- so, yeah, cocaine. It's their cocaine yeah. apartment. It's their cocaine yeah. apartment. I need a shirt that says I got a cocaine apartment. Can you imagine having that kind of money? That you, have an apartment, <laughs> oh! you have an apartment that's specifically furnished so you can do cocaine in it away from your kids. It's <laughs> amazing. They're trying to say they yeah. were meeting their daughter's fiance who's going to be a vet. But no, they were doing cocaine. No, there was so much cocaine being done. There was. Because if it was that big of a deal, the kids would have gone too. And like, I'll also buy the you know uh, Gary character, Anthony Michael Hall's character, not knowing how to shave. And like trying to put so much shaving cream yeah. on like his like his mustache, and I thought it was kind of funny. He's like, yeah, you know the. <laughs> here's the thing too, right, Wyatt? Um, the maid's not coming till Monday, so the don't maid. make a mess. And he fucking wrecks yep. the sink. They have a maid. They have a lake. They have a, like a seven house, seven room house. Yeah, he has a computer at a time where nobody has computers, and it's a Super nice computer. Like, Ferris Bueller doesn't even have this fucking computer, Fuck. and his parents are rich too. Yeah. Back in those days, back in those days, like '80s movies, parents were very well off. Did anybody, did anybody in a John Hughes movie not have a gigantic fucking house where you're trying to wonder what their parents did? Like Home Alone, 
Tell me you don't want to know what Kevin McAllister's father did to Big fucking house. to fucking fly everybody to Paris. Fuck him for Christmas. Yeah, twenty people. Twenty people and his piece of shit low life brother who knows not paying for anything. Yeah, he ain't paying for shit. To meet the other brother who's living in France, and he has that giant fucking house. You know what a hundred and fifty dollars a pizza is in today's day and age? No, no, it's a lot of fucking pizza. <laughs> I watched Home Alone recently, and and kind of like I was doing a lot of John Hughes in prep for this because I thought I love John Hughes, and like that was one of the first things when I watched Home Alone. Seth's like, "Are you watching Christmas movies at Halloween?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I am. Getting ready. It's coming up. It's like Halloween's first, not in my book." Hmm. Um, but like you know, it's like oh, it's one hundred and thirty dollars for pizza, like in the in nineteen ninety. Yeah. God damn. That's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of fucking pizza. That's four hundred dollars in today's day and age. <laughs> It's a lot of pizza. It is. It's a lot of mouths to feed. You can you go to fucking Caliente. You go to Furies. You can tell the alcohol's really kicked in at this stage <laughs> I of love, the podcast. This is the day by like when he gets yeah. loose here. I needed to. I needed to actually drink before I got here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, like it's it's twenty five dollars a pizza at some of these places, yep. and they ordered like fifty pizzas for this family of twenty people, right? And yep. Kevin still couldn't get a fucking piece of cheese. For that himself. fucking kid was so. It's just. <laughs> Wait, did we cover Home Alone already? No. No, not yet. No, not well, yet. Well, eventually. Yeah. Um, so anyways, like, back to this movie. Everybody, yeah, everybody in a John Hughes movie is fucking filthy rich. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Go ahead, Jack. Except yeah. for Ben. Was it Bender? Is it the, 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 from Breakfast Club, the kid, the, the, the shitty kid? The, well. He I, lived I, in like, he, I feel like he lived in a van down by the river. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Anyhow. That's <Yeah. laughs> where Chris Farley got it. Yeah. So anyways, weird yeah. science. Yeah. Science, uh, science, science. Yeah. So, uh, Gary and Wyatt are convinced that the only way to win the hearts of the girls uh, who don't even know that they exist uh, is to craft the perfect woman on the internet. On the internet in 1985. Yes. Uh, whatever that means. Uh, and so, inspired by Frankenstein, they create, uh, air quotes, the perfect woman on their computer. Uh, and then somehow they hack into... Uh, government nuclear I, I don't site. I do NSA, NASA, CIA, uh, what it was. All, and, and connect all, it to a doll. All of it was at that point in time here. It was all just one thing. <laughs> it was clearly one guy in a room full of a bunch of fucking, like, like tape decks. Yeah. 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 Uh, and create a power surge, which inevitably brings this perfect woman to life. So what's conveniently placed Red Cloud, huh? It is the... Uh, that whole scene is the most absurd thing. Like, if there's a power surge, like, your appliances are not exploding in your house. Like, what is happening? I was that was going to be my question to you, gentlemen. What do you think? Like, really? Let's let's just take a step back and look at the story so far. What's happened here? What the fuck is even happening here? I know it's weird. Science is what's happening here. It's Why does weird. he have two beds science. in his room? Why does Wyatt have two like sing like twin beds in his room? I would assume it's because he used to room with his brother. He did not use... You don't room with... They have 50 rooms in that I'm house. just saying. You or just saw another the child that no one talks about. <laughs> An even bigger nerd. There was, <laughs> that kid That kid died at like seven. He drowned in the lake. Oh my God. That's probably that's what, what I was going to get again. probably what happened. I didn't want to go very dark, but you did it for me. And that's cheers. quickly. Yeah, cheers to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, let's ask ourselves, what actually... On a scientific level, 
What? What is could even? What, None of it what made is sense. This? It made so, zero sense. Okay, here's another reason why I don't think these guys are fucking nerds, right? Okay, so here's here we another go. point. Jesus this is gonna be my entire argument for the podcast. So, you know, Gary has this thing. He's like, "We're gonna fucking make a girl." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Are you serious?" And Gary's like, "Look me in the eyes. Do I look serious?" And then fucking Wyatt's like, "Sure." Yeah. I could just do that. What what makes him that how's that not make him a nerd? I don't understand. No, I'm saying how the fuck do you sit there and be like, yeah, I can make a fucking like Well he was he was humoring him. And five minutes later he did it. I didn't yeah, get it, did. I didn't get that he was humoring him at all. I thought he was like fucking cock balls confident that he was gonna do that. He's he like, was, yeah, I can do it. He was confident it. he was humoring about making a woman, but he was the, the whole idea was originally just to make an AI no, I that get they could it. interact with no, and I learn know. How to talk they want to yes. learn how to talk to girls and everything. And but then they decided to put a fucking Barbie doll on a game of life and like, shit just started getting real real. <laughs> they needed more the, power. Yeah, and then the door exploded. How do you pitch that? You mean the story? Just that scene. Oh. You don't pitch that scene. Uh, you don't even you story... You pitch everything else. You don't even storyboard it. You just shoot it like, on the fly. There's a lot of stuff like. in this movie that I buy, but like that whole thing, it's like, I feel like they got to that point of shooting, like, um, I got nothing. Like, we, we haven't figured out how we're going to do this yet. No. Uh, it was the day of, It was the day of shooting, and they still hadn't figured out exactly how they were going to do it yet. That's my theory. Like, I don't... Okay, I maintain. Uh, so... The creation of Lisa was equal parts, uh, like, an act of God. <laughs> like, something divine had intervened in this. Obviously, because a life was created. And pure, like, atomic energy. <laughs> like, there was some shit that just mashed together. Some, some alchemy. Uh, because, no, again, none of it makes sense. But it's cool, because as you're watching this... Go- Okay, I have the option, and we're going we're gonna to get to this, because I think it's a really cool conversation to have, but when you're a kid and you watch this movie, you're watching it on a superficial level, right? Okay, these nerdy kids are getting picked on, make a girl. Okay, now the girl's really cool. She's like a genie almost. This all makes yeah. sense to me, to this point. Like, yes. if, if, you, if you're a fucking, you know, horny 15-year-old who doesn't know how to talk to girls, what are you going to do? I'm going to try to figure out a way to, like... Give myself a controlled situation where I can learn, right? So I'm, I'm totally on board for all of this right. at this point so in time. Right, yeah. so we're watching this creation, and then, like, again, as you're really watching it as an adult, you start seeing, like, oh, you know, they're getting, like, the, the mind of Einstein's been inserted in here, like, you know, like, these all these little aspects of this personality. Giant tits. Until they're not, not giant tits. Yeah, no, they, they were going to go big. Yeah. And then, like, you know what? Scale back. Yeah, we're going to scale back. Okay, moderation's key. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the character of Lisa, we will come to find out, is a sociopath. She ain't normal. She's nothing normal about this character. <laughs> right? Like, if it, like, stop back and think about all the shit that she did. Is not healthy. It was very devious. Very. But, like, if you think about it, it's not her fault. Because she was created with yeah, so many know. minds and so many intellects and so much information. So much, so much. She was equal parts diplomat, but terrorist. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just watching the film. I don't know if you guys even got this vibe. I'm sitting there watching. Like, she's actually a villain. She's very manipulative. Incredibly, but yeah. if you think about it, she's the mind of like a genius, and then some in the body of a supermodel. You know, she's got like imagine creating a person with like the genius of Einstein and and Da Vinci and 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 with the personality or the 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 charisma of um Mussolini or JFK and mash them all together 
what kind of fucking monster would you make? And then put him in the body of Kelly Kelly. You'd have a fucking weird person. Isn't her real name Barbie? Barbie, Barbie Blanks, Banks, Blanks. Barbie Banks, Blanks. Yeah, but it's Kelly Kelly to me. Yeah. It'll always be Kelly Kelly to me. Um, yeah. But I think that's the bigger story to me is this monster that they created. She's actually a monster. Like, she's not a good creation. She means well. She thinks she's helping, but she just makes everything worse. Like, it's so fascinating. Like, so utterly fascinating. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's, she's what, there's a line at the end of the movie, which I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, where, you know, um, Gary talks about, he's talking to his girl, and he's like, you know, when I created her, I created what I created because I didn't know, I didn't know anything. But if I would create it differently, I would create you. He's just First off, laid. great yeah. fucking line. That's a, he really that's a hell of a pickup line. That's a great fucking pickup yeah. line. He definitely got his dick touched before she went inside. <laughs> like, she's, at that point, she hears that, she's just palm grasping. Just, like, right, like, the balls, and like, ev- all of it. The cash and prizes, the bits and pieces, just all of it in one, you know, one fell palm. Okay, good. <laughs> but you guys, see, this is when we would be good if we're recording this, like, with a video, because you could see me just standing there looking at Jones in the eyes with my fucking yeah, he, hand he's, he's, he's heavy wide open. open. Heavy yeah. eye contact. Heavy and, eye contact. He's, he's straining as if it's got the weight of the world in his hand here. It, my it's head. balls, yeah. man. It's yes. always the weight of the world. Uh, it just keeps squeezing. So, just yeah. So, pressing. You so don't le- squeeze balls, Jeff. Fucking, I see what you're doing with your hand. You're going to hurt somebody. You're going to give yourself a fucking carpal tunnel with that shit. Shit. Um, so Lisa's created, and we are quickly introduced to her her, her magic or whatever you want to call it. Why was her ability to manipulate things on a molecular level? Yes. Real quick, before we get to that point, why was so they're creating fucking Lisa and everything? Mm-hmm. Why is Wyatt's shirt unbuttoned? It's hot in there. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't give a shit if it's nine thousand degrees. I'm not taking my shirt off with my like my buddies in the room it's, at a fucking it's not off. It's just unbuttoned. He's uh, there's a lot of sweat going on there. Like it was wait, little... wait, wait, wait! You're not unbuttoning your shirt uh, with your friend next to you. No, you're if an athlete, right? If we're fifth, listen. If we're no, 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 uh-uh. no, we're not. <laughs> you're, you're an athlete. That right? is a completely different. Yeah, you've, you've seen you've seen a Jones. lot more than unbuttoned right. shirts. Jones. I can't. Right. But can I answer my no, question? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Question. I'm going to answer your question he's with a question. Deflecting. I'm going to answer your question with a question. Hard. He's seen some dicks. Yeah, he's if, I'm in, if I'm in the locker room, I've seen lots of dicks. I'm in the fucking locker room. Don't act like you haven't seen the same number of dicks that I have. Oh, boy. Okay. Jesus Christ, Jeff. Anyhow. Fucking every... There's four showers in there, and there's 20 guys on the team. You've seen the same number of dicks as I have. Don't act like you haven't. Um, but my point is, is that it's... It's it's this stuff is laughing in the other room. Too. Uh, so Jones, all right. I'm listening, but I don't. You're 16 year old Herm Jones, all right. You're fucking watching Monday Nitro and Noah Brown's over. How many buttons of Noah Brown's shirt is gonna be unbuttoned before you're like, what the fuck are you doing? You've met Noah. I have. So you know that there was no. This number is before you know. <laughs> yes. That's a wrong That's choice. A bad example. <laughs> All right, so the Midnight Listener's over. Okay. All right, and the Midnight Listener's just sitting there, and you guys are, like, fucking watching, like, uh, NWO, and then just the Midnight Listener just has nine of his ten buttons unbuttoned, and there is a profuse amount of sweat going on there. What level of intensity are you comfortable with before you're going to go to bed that night? Uh, so if the Midnight Listener uh, was unbuttoned nine out of ten buttons, uh, ten being the maximum. Yeah, there was one button that was not buttoned on this fucker's um, shirt. 
I would call into question why he's unbuttoning his, his shirt. However, since we were not creating a fucking life and call, calling in the powers of God and the CIA and the NSA and breaking into the fucking Pentagon and there's like wind and, and trees and shit breaking and then it does... It's, I don't think it's the same thing. But more importantly, Dave, you, you deflected pretty fucking hard there, bud. <laughs> you called into question him unbuttoning his goddamn shirt. I'm just questioning why you draw the line there. It just was, no, not drawing a line. It was just weird to me. Like, any time... I didn't find that weird at all. I found it I thought it was a stressful experience. He's Dr. Frankenstein right yeah, now. Yeah, but if but look, I, I sweat when I get anxious. I mean, that's a, that's a fucking thing that I do, but I'm never unbuttoning most of my When is buttons. the last time he created a life with a computer? When is the last time, Dave? Does The Sims count? No. Then it's been a while. Then you don't know what the fuck you do. You don't know how much you done, but you might take that shirt right the fuck off. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone a weird direction, uh, folks. It is weird science. This folks. is science, science, science. <laughs> uh, this has gone in exactly the direction I hoped this episode would go in. <laughs> you know, uh, so a very small sidebar. Uh, one of our listeners um, mentioned to me the other day uh, that she. Um, really enjoys you know our stuff blah 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 she goes but not enough of you guys disagree and i'm like you just don't listen to enough episodes we disagree about quite a few things actually and i hope you're listening because we're disagreeing just for you um but i didn't even know we were doing that just for her but now I feel no we're not but i mean at this point we might as well it worked out yeah Yeah. um but yes so buttons were unbuttoned (laughs) bras were on heads uh we are 48 minutes into this episode and we're still in like the first 15 minutes Who's bras? I would assume the sisters. Okay. Because that made sense. Yeah. So no what is, what is weirder for you? Wearing your sister's bra around your head or wearing your mother's bra around your head? Mom's bra. That'd be weirder. Of course. That'd be weirder. That'd be fucking weird. I think all of it's fucking weird. And I'm not... You said weirder. <laughs> there are layers to this. So... Yeah, that's a loaded question. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's why I fucking asked it. Don't sit there and act like I didn't. It's weird, no matter what, but weirder to wear your mom's bra on your head. Uh, I just... I don't know. Because it's mom. It's weird. It's your sister, dude. It, at least you both came from the same person. Theoretically. I would like to think so. What do you mean theoretically? Well, maybe they have different half, moms. Like half sister, like half sister brothers and shit. And the bigger question, what kind of a douchebag was the sister? I can imagine she's a pretty big douchebag. I don't know. Well, because she... probably like Chet. I can see that. Yeah. But really, like, like really stuck up. Now, she was the oldest, too. Was she? Well, well because... Well, because the back stories now? Well, no, no, because, I don't know if that no, was no, ever no. defined. No, because the, they, they went... The parents were gone mm-hmm. because they were visiting her fiancé. Mm-hmm. They wanted to meet the fiancé, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, right? So, who's keeping fucking bras around the house from their sister that's already moved out? So it's not the sister's bras, right? It's got to be mom's bras. But that, it could still be the sister's bras. Who, why are they keeping them? Because she why comes to visit. Uh, why are you they, so you hung saw up them on in the bras? Her, the room is still set up. The, well, people leave the kids' room set up when people move out. And they out. leave clothing there, they too. They don't leave clothing there. Why would you leave clothing? you have clothing at your dad's house? Uh, I used to. Do you have clothing at your parents' house? When I would like, no. when I first moved out, I kept yeah. stuff there because I would go over and maybe spend the night. I'd like to have something to change into. I'm not, you know what I mean? Uh, not really. I took all my shit out when I moved out. <laughs> Let me get so close right now. <laughs> you are digging yourself in a fucking hole, brother. I'm. I'm. You I'm, moved I'm happy around for the it. fucking corner. 
Yeah. Motherfucker. You're still attached to <laughs> you your parents' house. You can literally walk home from your first apartment anytime you fucking please. Not my first apartment. Where was it? Uh, It was on Shady. Well, it was... Okay, Motherfucker, we... you could walk okay, home. Yeah, I've, I've walked once with the You dog. could. I could. At no point outside of inclement, you might die weather, were you ever trapped. Even at inclement, I might die weather, I could still get over there. Exactly. Yeah. So, those of us who moved away from home... <laughs> but still would go to parents' house, maybe spend the weekend to visit or something, or it was just getting late, you didn't want to catch the bus or the tea to get home. You don't want to just sleep in what you wore that day. I kept a pair of pants, some shorts, a t-shirt. Yeah. Let people do that. What if you like those pair of like shorts really, really, like, you really like them? <laughs> then you're just wearing them like once a year. This feels wasted to me. Um, if it's being used, it's not being wasted once but you could wear it all the time i don't have to do that summer's a long time i don't know where this conversation's going i don't either but the most important part is it's weird uh i disagree science science science. yeah well anyway yeah i don't know what we were talking about there are a lot of bras on heads i wanted to make a very small sidebar we ended up here bras bras on heads that's what we're talking about was yes. it mom's bra or was it the it sister's bra? It doesn't matter bra, whose bra it was. And whose bra would you feel more uncomfortable wearing? Yeah, we all, thankfully, we covered all that. Uh, we have Lisa. She's a sociopath. We've established this. Yes. Um, and, and I think that first night uh, they shower with her uh, in the most nerdy way possible by being damn near fully clothed. Yeah, they were wearing clothes. Which she I respect. Was not. I understand. I get it. Because uh, she's That's a grown a- woman. She's 23. She's an actual human being. Because here's the thing. I know people are like, oh, she's like a. You called her a sex robot. I feel like that is in fact not true. She's Can I a. Call her a sex robot. Yeah, a couple Can I say times. we brought it up. You, 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 yeah. you. What do you forget what you're saying already? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot that's it happened. It was mentioned. The, it was mentioned. There's a lot that's happened in this podcast already. So, uh, I maintain she's a living, breathing thing. Uh, but she was just fucking. I don't know. I I wouldn't say magic, but there was, obviously she had powers. She's a mutant. We'll go. We'll go with that. She's a fucking mutant. That works. Uh, but she was definitely not a robot. Uh, she was a twenty-three-year-old creation who would do anything that they wanted her to do at any given time. Now, when you're fifteen years old, you know what that means. Unless you're Wyatt and you fall asleep. He had been drinking. He had been drinking quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk. Uh, we could talk about because they went straight out that night, right? Yeah, they went to the dive bar. Yes. And to the point earlier, I was convinced that, that happened way drunk. later in the movie. <laughs> no, that was the first day. Also, no. didn't happen way later in so, the movie. So, like, it all makes sense to me, right? So, the first thing you're going to do with your sex robot, I'm just going to go with that now, <laughs> is uh, I want to see you naked, right? I'm a 15 year old kid. I've, I've not really, I've not seen boobs like in person. I've not seen parts. So let's go ahead and do that. Also, um, again, kind of weird to me because again, I thought it was the devil's three way that was going on here. Of course, you wear pants and stuff because you're not going to get, you know, a full-on erection sitting next to your best friend when you're 15 years old in the shower. I don't give a shit what kind of locker rooms you've been in. That's a fucking no-go, and you know that, Jeff. I was, I was just going to say, <laughs> I, I mean, at that point, you just take turns. Yes, but they're both in there at the they same were time. Nerdy movement. I will now. I will buy that. Okay. That is that is a nerd move. Yes, <laughs> we can't fucking take turns. Ten minutes on, ten minutes. There's no shift. Ten going minutes on, on there. ten minutes off. <laughs> There's no shifts going on here. Oh man, you get first shift. Yeah, I got, th- I got second yeah. shift. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna fast track. That is an that story. is an intense rock paper scissors game. Is who's getting in that shower first? Yeah. 
So uh, they take a shower. They, they, go they to... kept their shoes on. Like, oh, were you that anxious that you couldn't take your fucking shoes off when you got in the shower? Apparently. God. They need to loosen up. That's what she said. She was right. Um, they go into the bar. Uh, hilarity ensues. They get hammered. Hammered. And uh, was it, is it Gary? Was it Wyatt? Gary. Gary was hammered. He gets they, I would imagine at 15, like, they had never really drank before because they're outcasts. So. I love the candy bar, man. Shit happens. When you, yeah. go to, when you go into the candy bar, you don't come out the same man. No, he definitely didn't come out he the did same not. man. No. So they get hammered. Uh, they come back home and we're introduced to Chet. <laughs> in his in full Chet mode. He is awesome. <laughs> he is the something. biggest dickhead ever. Uh, also, he's my favorite character from this movie. Um, He's the, the one of the most memorable, considering. Yes. Um, and... Um, was well, Bill Paxton? Yeah, Bill Paxton. Uh, he uh, not to be confused with Bill Pullman. I forgot all about that guy. Um, I forgot he even existed. Will Smith didn't. I think Will Smith did. I haven't seen him in anything recently. Um, Independence Day two. Is he in the sequel? Everybody's in the sequel, but Will Smith. That's why it didn't do good. Did I see the sequel? No, because Will Smith wasn't in it. He was in Spaceballs. He's huh. he's Lone Star. Oh yeah. uh, well, anyhow. Uh, um. Uh, Bill Paxton does a great job playing the biggest, the biggest dickhead ever, douchebag ever. Was it, and, and really his biggest role because he had kind of a cameo in Terminator. And this was really the first time that he had like some type Dialogue. of a, of a character that he could play. Yeah, I love the music they play. The dun 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 dun. dun. It's so eighties, man. Like give the character play your own little theme song, and he's just such a gigantic tur. So actually, so uh, later in the movie, he becomes he tur- she turns him into like a, a toad. Um, yeah. When I was a kid, I was convinced he was a turd. Was that a... I, I didn't think that was really a toad. Like I thought it was toad-esque. Yeah. But... I thought it was like uh, like the shit version of Pizza the Hut. Yeah. That's not what I, I went with that. I'm, I'm close to you on that, Chef. I really thought that she turned him into the personification of a giant pile of shit. Yeah. Well, so that's what I thought when I was that's a little kid. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then now watching it again, I'm like, well, maybe he's just like a fucking human toad. But he's obviously yeah. shitty. Yeah. he's like, you know, yeah. eating the flies, he's got the long tongue. Yeah. The effects He's scaly, kind of slimy. Weren't you know? there. Practical effects, though. Oh, man, they're so good. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he came before Pizza the Hut. So Pizza the Hut was based off him. We're assuming, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Till he ate himself to death in the limo. Alive. Um, so, Wyatt and Gary are on this kick now. They have this woman. They don't know what to even do with her, practically. Uh, and then we establish yet again that they're even bigger nerds now, cast, because they get embarrassed in the mall. In the mall. Um, Icy to the face. Yo, that, that's how people get cut. <laughs> like, like, you don't just do that to people, what and d- then everybody laughs at them. It's Whoa. a... F- it's Who a fucking does that. It's a fucking it, first off, red's red icy. Yeah. And they're they're wearing white. Yeah, that ain't coming out. It's not coming out. You're mm-hmm. throwing that shit. Away. Um can we talk about what White was wearing for a second? Like the he was literally wearing a vest over a sweater. Yes. It wasn't even a sweater vest. <laughs> a I could sweater. not wrap my head around the fashion here. First off, also too, like fucking eighties mall culture. Love it. Yeah, the we've pe- talked about that on the show before. We have. It was a right? whole odd. You gotta give it. You gotta give your credit where credit's due to the to the mall, right? Um, but you know, but it, again, it's just the same two guys picking on them. Yeah. So yeah, they're it's like their nemesis. Yeah. Everybody had a nemesis growing up. Yeah. Yeah. One, your nemesis just fucking Iron Man. Yeah, just happens to be already. What are the chances? Like you do. Um. But I think it, okay, so we have the moment where. Uh, 
what the fuck was his name even? RDJ's name. Uh, Ian. Ian. Was yeah. it Ian? Yeah. <laughs> Ian. Sorry, <laughs> <Our> Ian. <laughs> fuck. Um, he stayed, him and his buddy, uh, Ian, Leon, Ian and Max. Oh, that's even better. Right. Max. All right, Maxwell. Uh, Ian and Max lay eyes on Lisa, and they fall madly in love with this grown woman because they are clearly 15, 16 years old. Uh, they come to find out that uh, Gary and White, quote-unquote, own her and do whatever she said, whatever they say, uh, and they're now interested in where this is going to go. Um, question for you. So, in your honest, opi- uh, uh, honest opinion, is Lisa a real person? In yes. a physical sense, yes. Well, not just a physical sense. Is she a real person? Yes. I, I say yes. I would agree with that. Okay, I'm just kidding. Because I, I, I was going to start motherfucking people. With she's, just sl- <laughs> she's just unbelievably committed to her people. To her, her creators. Yes. Because that's all she knows. Yeah. Um, we kind of skip... I mean, we can. there's some shenanigans, but we can kind of skip the majority of that stuff and get straight to the party. Because the party's where it happens. Yeah, so basically because they get embarrassed at the mall, she's like, oh, why are you embarrassing them? They're so cool. They're having a party at Wyatt's house because his parents are out of town and they own a mansion. <laughs> and it is a For undisclosed mansion. reasons. Yeah. Oh, Coke money. I'm telling yeah. you, it's Coke money. It's got to be Coke money. Hmm. Uh, so before they get to the party, she pulls the gun on Gary's parents. Which the sociopath <laughs> oh my comes God, out. That, that scene... <laughs> Listen, there's such a strange why she goes from like and I get it like they created her so, so all of their feelings their fears their insecurities are impressed upon her so she yeah. knows about them yeah. so right. her aggression towards his parents is stemming from his uh, feelings he, towards them yes, yeah so she he she knows that he because he's a nerd noted <laughs> uh, he won't speak up for himself so she's gonna do it for him. And aggressively, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Well, and so take it to a deep level. Our our introduction, our our episode introduction is from this scene, um, where and, and a lot really happens in this scene. I think some of the better comedy in this movie happens in in this particular scene. Uh, just the the whole thing about what the party is, um, and um, there there's that piece to it. And then there's also the tossing scene, the wanking scene. You know where she's talking about how your 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 child is so sexually oh, tossing repressed. off, the tossing never, off. That that term. <laughs> that's a British. That's the hell that out is of me. such a be- That's such a British. You're tossing yeah, off. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly. Kelly's you know using that uh, using her own experience and, and talking about that because nobody in in America calls it tossing off. No. But she's like, but like the fact that like that she's doing the hand motions, you know, the jerking <laughs> off hand motions. When it's too bad your kids left Jeff before we started talking about the jerking <laughs> off scene. Probably you know? still here. So oh well, she's <laughs> sitting right there. She is fifteen feet from you. Well, shit. Oh man. The teenagers um, left though. So yeah, but I mean, she's she's familiar. She's been around since we've been recording this. She knows where this goes. But but you know, your daughter's friends don't. So that's a whole other scenario in itself. So, but like you know, talking about you know your kid's so repressed that he just goes upstairs and just jerks off, and the mom's just like, "You told me you're combing your hair. <laughs> like why is that? Why the water's running for so long? Yep. Like and, and I'm." fucking belly laughing at this whole thing because they're both doing the hand motions while this whole thing's going on and the dad's just so hilarious oh so good 
and you know of course gary's sitting there just like no no i i don't i don't do that and like yes you and she kelly ross like yes, yes you, you do, do. <laughs> um that was that was that was fantastic and then she just pulls the gun and it gets real real yeah i think that <laughs> was my favorite quickly. part yeah. of the movie was that was that particular scene it felt very genuine and very earnest to me yeah, yeah. she goes i'm gonna take this boy he's gonna have a good time yeah <laughs> like you imagine that's you and they just pulled a gun on Barbie and, 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 and Jim. And you're just like, all right, we're leaving now. And you know deep in your heart, I can never go back. All I know is Jimmy Max just thinking to himself, like, where's my fucking gun? Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what, that's what's <laughs> going through his mind. And then she just erases why uh, was it Wyatt from her, his, his, her, his dad? His dad's memory. Yeah, Which yeah. Is He's just like, oh, I forgot. That's so funny. That's so funny, that's so funny my kid. Yeah. Look, there's Wyatt. Who? Who? Um, the movie is such a strange little animal because it, 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 in my mind's eye, it was like a two and a half hour long film, but it's barely it's an hour very and a half. Short, it's yeah. barely, barely an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, so we get to the movie, the movie, we get to the party, the, the party and like little social outcasts do, they're hiding in the fucking bathroom from all the people because how dare they go in and interact and, and enjoy their own party their own party. in their own fucking house yes yeah. yeah um which i actually really actually it's one that's one of the few scenes growing up that's i remembered the most was them just hanging out in the bathroom and hanging out in the shower for me it was before that when they opened the door and the entire party was there like that that was jarring to me because like you know people don't and not everybody shows up for the party at the same, at the same time. time yeah they're no, not, they're, people they're, do that. They're, you know, Lisa's a sociopath. TV right. Lisa's a sociopath. The high school isn't, right. necessarily. Um, but, like, just opening the door and there's a fucking 400 people just like, hey! hey you know? let's, yeah. let's drink. And they a drink. A bunch of 15-year-olds. Oh, yeah. I love the, and then the fucking, uh, Gary's fucking grandparents show up. Jesus Christ. I thought that was so funny when they're sitting at dinner and it's like, you know what we should do? We should go pay a visit to our grandson. No grandparents do that. Nobody thinks that. Uh, Well, mind you, this is 1985 and they're already dirt ass old. Yeah. So they were probably born in like 1901. Well, this was also in the 1980s, so they could have been 50. They probably were. They just finished their cocaine dinner. Like, just go back. Yeah, just go back and like look at baseball players from like the 1900s. They look a fucking damn near 80. Well, the Great Depression will do that to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I assume they're at least in their 80s, uh, late to mid 80s, which means they were born in the like the 1900s. Fucking grandma has terrible teeth. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah, oh man. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself. No, they're not going to just show up. Oh, they fucking showed up. Oh, they did. And they were pissed. <laughs> At what point of your grandparents do you roll up to the fucking house and see 150 cars outside and decide to go in? You don't go in. The tenacity you of... In. You don't go in. You go to the nearest payphone you call the police. Yes. <laughs> More importantly, how many kids' parents drove them to that party? That town is a fucked up town. It's weird. Like, all the kids in the high school went to that party. So, real quick, since we're talking about the high school, I wanted to circle back to this because I forgot to mention it when you said it. So, you said this is the same high school as 16 Candles, right? Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, sorry. Breakfast Club. High? Yeah. Yeah. Breakfast Club. Because he was filming Breakfast Club and Weird Science simultaneously. 
Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Part of the reason why, so he wasn't exactly, um, uh, wasn't exactly thrilled about having to make this movie necessarily. And a big part of John Hughes not being happy was that it interfered with another project that he really wanted to do. And um, it resulted in him working a punishing schedule for months because he agreed to direct because Universal gave him a deal where he could also direct the movie he wanted more, that was more valued to him that he wanted to make, which was Breakfast Club, which was also 1985. So Anthony Michael Hall was working double duty also. So Michael Hall was working double duty also good, during this uh, whole God, thing. Hats off to him because he did a great job in both films. I thought he was exceptional. Oh, he's great. I was really... Yeah. You know, this is the guy from The Dark Knight. Mm, yeah. For for those of you kids that don't know that Anthony Michael Hall was a fucking thing in he the eighties. He was 80s. on a TV show too, right? Like a like a ghost, like a he yeah. was like a police officer yes. or a detective uh, what the or fuck a was psychic. That called? Mm. You know what I'm talking. It about. was on for a long time. Yeah. You just, you just basically summed up every show on CBS. <laughs> In one sentence, if it was on USA, it would be you know kind of cheeky like Psych or something like that. But fuck, I never liked that show. So this this party is spinning out of control while Dave looks that up, uh, and the the bullies Ian and Max uh, convince Wyatt to try to create another woman just for them, uh, and he forgets to hook the shit up, which so is hilarious. Things things go awry there. Lisa gets pissed off. Uh, apparently they abs- uh, attract a missile from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the one oh, the kitchen turns blue. Yeah. Lisa freezes. Uh Gary's grandparents. Oh, going are- back I was gonna go back to that. So at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, uh she leaves and everything goes back to normal. Do the do the grandparents just I was get, wondering the same thing. Do they just get unfrozen in the closet where they are, or do they go back to their house? My theory is they're still frozen. <laughs> they're still yeah. frozen. I, my theory is they're still in the fucking closet. <laughs> they're in the pantry, smiling. <laughs> that is I, I that is 100 percent because i was it was going through my mind like i wonder what happened to them that's my head cannon terrible things <laughs> terrible things happen to nothing them. good happened <laughs> because she said they're, fr- they're they're not going to age <laughs> she <laughs> said that <laughs> they're gonna fucking that's gonna be them forever what a fucking monster it's man. terrible she's not normal yeah. that is not a thing you do and, and go see it's okay i fixed it Bitch, you ain't fix anything. <laughs> you just made it worse. So let's talk real quick here about Anthony Michael Hall because I think this is another interesting thing what to kind of point of out show? here. I can I can't find it. He's Come he's on, got 178 acting credits. IMDb. Who the fuck knows where it is? I'm on IMDb. There's too much. But he was in uh, again another John Hughes property, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Rusty. He's Rusty. The reason why not Rusty for all the movies. No, only for some of them. But the reason why. They changed Rusty. Dead Zone, Dave. It was called Dead, Dead Zone. It took oh, I... 3.2 seconds. Okay. Well, I wasn't sure <laughs> if that was exactly <laughs> what it was. Dead yeah. Zone. All right. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> okay. No, but all right. No, but the reason why that um, Rusty and and Aubrey, Aubrey, yes. not Audrey, Aubrey. Aubrey. The reason why Rusty and Aubrey are different actors in every movie is because Anthony Michael Hall got cast in um, Breakfast Club and Weird Science. Yep. And was not able to do the next vacation movie. So because of that, they made the decision to change the kids in basically every movie uh moving forward. So that was kind of kind of interesting in itself. That is weird. Yeah. Science, science, science. Mm. I gotta stop saying that. No. He's gonna, he's gonna, if you keep saying it, he's gonna keep saying it. I'm I'm just gonna, I gotta stop saying it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna you can't help yourself. Yeah. So so this party is still spiraling out of control. 
and party's off the fucking hook yeah and so lisa's mad at them for you know trying to create another woman and so her uh solution is these two need to man up i am going to conjure a fucking mutant biker gang head by fucking the biker from mad max yes. 2 we're just gonna yes. we're gonna go ahead and bring up mad max fury road <laughs> right uh and more shit ensues after that yeah so they they invade they're crash and smash and destroying things and of course gary wider still hiding yeah uh, i think in a closet now at this point yeah uh, because they listen, they don't have guns. What are they supposed to fucking do? Uh, until they're involved into the fight. Until the cheerleaders are taken hostage. Yes. That's that's when they Which decide is to odd intervene. That's when they well, because step up. because there's an opportunity earlier in the party where I think it's Gary um, has an opportunity to be himself around somebody, and he's not. And she observes that and realizes that you know no matter what you're going to try to do. You're never going to be accepted by anybody unless you just accept yourself. So she realizes she's got to take it to another level to get to bring out more of them. It's a true coming of age story. It's a true yes, coming of yeah. age, and which is kind of always, which is kind of a really a big thing in a John Hughes movie, even one where you create a <laughs> sex robot. This absurd. This yes. is completely absurd. <laughs> Meanwhile, where the fuck's Chet? He's supposed to be He's watching. Out uh, bullshit. He was hunting. He came back. I with know ducks. he came back with a duck, but you can fucking do that at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. the day of. Yeah, in like, the fucking lake in the backyard. That's probably where he was. Yeah, exactly. It's like he's just missing all of this. What kind of a fucking military school did he go to? Not a good one. By the way, too, what about a fucking brick top he has, man? It's impressive. It's, I didn't think your head could look that way. It's fucking square. It is. Like, if it was a Lego head and you had a peg on top of it, I'd buy it. <laughs> you want <laughs> It's funny because it's true. So, uh, so <laughs> Wyatt and Gary uh, come to their senses, uh, challenge the mutant biker gang, uh, and because they stood up to the bikers, the girls just randomly fall in love with them. I mean, listen, uh, that's that uh, that adrenaline, you know, the gun being pointed yeah. to your head and you, know, you might I, die. People tend to like want to bang after that. I think one of my favorite lines of this movie was right before this happens when like the biker gang shows up and they're hiding in the fucking closet. And Gary just goes, you know, he's like, there's there's he's like, you can deal with shame. Death is a much deeper issue. Yes. Where they're just like, should we go out there and do anything? And it's just like, it's a shame that we're not out there. It's like, fucking, I can deal with shame. <laughs> Death is a deeper issue. Um, but yeah, and I, I love it. And, and it's one of the other memories of this movie that stood out to me that stayed with me is that after the fight, they just go back to normal. Like the, the yeah. biker guy's like, all, all right, good. hey, nice yeah. meeting you. Well, they don't leave till morning. <laughs> Nobody leaves till morning. I love it. Well, it was a pretty fucking sweet move when the guy like goes to like put the shotgun in his face. And then um, Wyatt grabs the shotgun, and in the faint same move, Gary's got the fucking pistol in his face. That's a that that's a a balls move, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I liked that. I mean, because that's when you really see the change from non nerd nerd to non nerd. To I. But where did where did they learn that? I mean, we her. learned it from watching eighties action movies. No, he there learned were it. no eighties action movies no at this 80s. point. He picked it up from her putting a gun on his fucking pants. <laughs> ah, there we go. That's, That's what right. it was. That's right. She pulled that move because he thought it was a squirt gun. Oh, it so was. He's like, anymore. I'm not. There's no. There's no stakes to this. Yeah. If I have to pull the trigger, I'm just gonna squirt him in the face with some water. No, it was fucking fully loaded, twenty two Magnum. Yep. Like Dirty Harry style, he blows the <laughs> shit out of that chandelier. Uh huh. 
I love it afterwards. He's like, I can't believe you fucking did it. It's like, it's just a squirt gun. I also thought it was funny too. Like when he's sitting there after they leave and he's like talking to him and he's going he's, back yeah, and the forth. The he's gun. waving That's the gun around. Everybody, everybody keeps ducking. That's great. Watch the movie. You'll laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You gotta see it. Yeah, you gotta be there. Yeah. So uh, they all fall in love. Uh, everything is right in the world. Lisa resets everything. Uh, and when they go to to walk the girls home, that's when Lisa says she's going to have a chat with Chet. Oh, man. And turns him to a toad slash pile of shit. <laughs> a <laughs> giant toad pile of shit. A <laughs> giant, both work. Yep. Yeah. With, with stuff popping out of him. And he can't resist the urge to eat a fly. I love it. Uh, it was disgusting then. It's still disgusting now. It's like ugh. they were shooting stuff out of him. That was that was that was impressive. I hated the dubbing though. I was really his voice was so clear mm. for being a toad. I really <laughs> yeah, his voice that, didn't change. That it was really exactly bothered me. Hey guys, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> what should he have sounded like? Uh, at in least, your opinion, at least have some more because so here's the thing, right? So I kind of thought. Again, I had different memories of this movie from watching it as a kid versus watching it now as an adult. It's been a right. long time since I've watched this. Um, probably watched the TV show more <laughs> on USA, show. right? That was yeah, a great fucking show. Um, really, was it? I enjoyed it. You said great. Well, I okay. I enjoyed it. Okay. It was an enjoyable great, show. Great is a strong No, that, no. It's not fucking... There were the first... 88 episodes of that show. It was like five seasons, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, five USA seasons. needs programming, so... It was and Vanessa Angel. Yeah, Vanessa Angel, right? Yeah. But um, I can't tell you who the dudes were, but I can tell was, you Vanessa Angel. There was this period was in funny. the '90s where they just made TV shows based on popular films. Yes, like there was a Bill and Ted movie or a TV show. Do you remember that? Vaguely, I fucking remember, I remember that. that. I think I it was think on Pepperidge Fox. Farm. Remembers? Fuck, that's somebody does. There's a there was a Bill and Ted TV show. I swear to God, there was. There was a Get Smart TV show. Do you guys I remember, remember Get Smart? Smart? Yeah. Do you guys? Did you guys well, watch Get, Get Smart? Was it Get mm-hmm. Smart? Was a TV a Nick show Nick? before? Yep. Yeah, on yeah. Nick at Night. Oh, no, it was on Nick at Night, but I watched it on Nick at Night. Yeah. Uh, That's where my dog was named after. Maxwell Smart. Agent 86 from Control. Yep. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, ne- Barb, Barb was a big Get Smart If you'd fan. have told me that 12 years ago, I'd have liked your dog a heck of a lot more when he yeah. hurt my ears I'm every time he barked. I'm surprised it didn't yeah. come up in conversation. He no. also would have pegged you as a nerd and not a jock. No, Ooh. I didn't name the dog. I wasn't there when the dog got named. I was in, I was oh, in California. I fucking loved that TV show when I was a kid. You also fucking love that dog. I liked him a lot. <laughs> I, got, I got love for Max. I got love every, for Max. Every, every fucking, fucking time. time. That shrill ass bark. That bark. I was just thinking about him the other day. Just pierced I was eardrums. actually just thinking about Maxwell the other day. What's crazy is that like Max was born two years before Butters. And Max has been gone since for ten years. <laughs> Butters is eternal. Butters is fucking eternal. Yeah, Butters. I walk by the Steinberg's house every once in a while. And that cat's just sitting in the window just like... Judging the shit out of you. Wait, you well, Aaron and I were still actually, like, actually this week discussing how old Butters was because we couldn't figure it out. Yeah, he's probably close to twenty. That's what I was saying Damn. to him. And Aaron's like, "No, he can't um, be that old." Like, I feel 2000... like two thousand because he got Butters when you guys were living together. He did. He, Butters was a kitten when he first moved in. I've been with my wife now for like fifteen fucking years. We, I got that. <laughs> I got that house in two thousand four. <laughs> So Aaron got that cat in two thousand three. It's twenty twenty three. That kid, that cat's twenty years old. I don't. I feel like Aaron has like he doesn't want to accept that that cat is like going to live forever. Yeah, he's going to because yeah. twenty's old for a cat. It's, fucking, that's it's old. old for any animal. No, that's true. It's crazy, right? I digress. Yes. Fuck that cat. <laughs> <laughs> anybody that lived, anybody that came over to the house during that time frame understands. 
He was a little vicious motherfucker. Putters was a cunt. Yeah, he was. He so, was. so knowing the job was done, that Lisa outlived her purpose, uh, she says goodbye and vanishes back into particles, same way she came in. Yeah. Everything returns to normal, she except for the grandparents though. who are still in the fucking She closet. didn't vanish into particles. She, she comes she, back it was a, it as was a gym pu- teacher. It was a puff of smoke. Particles. It wasn't particles. She didn't like fucking like... It was not like made of particles, it's Dave. Not, I understand that. If you want to go ahead and have a whole conversation about how we're all made of molecules, let's, let's do it. We're all made that. of stardust. Let's do it. I fucking get that. But it was an, But she didn't teleport like it was Star Trek. She well, didn't go to the she, holodeck or anything. When she got there, she fucking busted through the door like fucking chick from Ghostbusters. That's true. <laughs> she just through a cloud of smoke. That's Particles, true. Dave. Particles. Just, just smoke. Nobody just really. Of, nobody really knows. a cloud knows. of dust and she fucking just snuck out the back door. She <laughs> <laughs> ran out the back door. Jumped through the window. Yeah. yeah. And then put in her application. You, you know their house. You teacher. know they're rich enough that their bathroom has more than one door. So here's the question then. Okay. So uh, movie's over. Movie's over. Headcanon time. All right. Yeah. Because there's got to be a head. Because I'm sitting here watching this going, oh, it's so sad. They're crying. Oh, man. Thank you for everything you've done. Goodbye. But she's still in her fucking high school. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're going to miss her. Yeah, they're going to see her they're tomorrow. Gonna, they'll see her during gym class yeah. on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the party was on Saturday. Recovery day, Sunday, Monday. She's going to be at fucking I want to see that TV show with her. She's just the fucking gym teacher. Just fucking show up. Every, every person in a gym class took their hand, slapped their forehead, and fell over. It was a very 80s thing to do. It was a very yeah, 80s thing to do. Nobody does that in real no life. No one does that. Does I don't think that. people did that then. No. 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 That's a weird thing to do. That's for, an entire, for an entire classroom to go e-gads. <laughs> their forehead. That's good. That's can exactly you, what they did. That's can exactly you believe it? E-gads. <laughs> They'll pass out. I mean, I mean, to be fair, look at her. Listen, if that was my gym teacher when I was 15 years old, Jesus mm-hmm. fucking Christ. Yeah. I'm, shit. I'm sitting out gym. No. There's just too much going on. You yeah. cannot handle this. Yeah. I remember, just a lot of 15-year-old boners and sweatpants. I, I remember there being... I remember we had we had a math teacher in middle school who was really fucking hot. And I don't remember how this conversation came about or anything, but I remember her saying to me one time, like, there are some times where I will call students to come up and perform a math problem, and they're like, I can't come up and do it, and I know why. First of all, and she was telling me about like middle school boners. Can I? Which can was I? Can, weird I, can I tell you that that you should have reported that motherfucker? I probably should have <laughs> because that is a wholly inappropriate thing to have a conversation to have with a child. That's right? fucking. Criminal. I wasn't. It. I don't think. Like, that I don't was, give a fuck what year it is. I don't. You think, don't say that shit. I know. I don't think that that was like when I was like in her class, but <laughs> I think that like came about like years later or something. Like, were you an adult? I don't fucking... I hope know. you No, I was not an adult. Well, then, shit, I'm I still probably, my opinion listen, stands. Listen, there was a lot of shit going on at that school at that time that, you know, they don't want to talk about. And well, some shit they could report and some shit they couldn't. Well, all right, fair when enough. When you got a 22-year-old English teacher and you got an 18-year-old senior, you, you can't arrest her, but you can't hire her for next year. <laughs> you just don't bring her back. You don't bring her back, though. <laughs> you don't terminate. You just don't renew that contract. Uh. But there ain't nothing illegal about it. Yeah. So, uh, generally, uh, what are your your thoughts on this movie? I mean, it was all right. It's it's. <laughs> it went bad. It's all right. I mean, the absurdity of most of it. Like watching it back. Like I remember parts of it, and then other parts was like I don't remember that happening. Uh, and maybe it's you know edited for TV USA version. Oh, but, definitely edited. Uh, but I mean, it still holds up. Like. Kelly the Brock still looks fucking good for her age today. Yes, she does. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so that at least they made the model right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. I mean, if the if the purpose of a movie is creating a sex robot, <laughs> Jesus, you got to get that right. You in the sex robot business? It's just you know what it, it is. Um, no, I mean, if you're going to get something right in the movie, you have to get that right. You have to find probably somebody who's not really well known. Well, they, she was the second actress. They were yeah. There was an actress before I can't remember who but they were two weeks into filming and she had creative differences uh disagreements with John Hughes so she left and then they brought her in what did she think she was making like did she read the script well we don't know what the creative differences were they could have been anything from maybe she wanted more skin Mm. you know or maybe less considering there wasn't much to begin with it's true just legs and back (laughs) there's a lot of legs and a lot of back yeah you had to watch a woman in red with uh, Gene Wilder to get yes. full, bu- full bush. Kelly no LeBrock. tasteful side boob, even in this movie. Yeah, well, I mean, barely, it was a side boob, but barely it was side, barely but it, side boob. But there was there was full there was borderline full frontal, that, like, but as a blank if you miss it moment. Mm, I missed it. Must have blinked. You must have blinked. Yeah, yeah. that when the girl gets sucked. Up well, the no, chair. no, I saw that one, yeah. but I'm, I'm talking about with with Lisa. Oh, oh no, 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 there wasn't he, any of that. Yeah, there's none of that. So, um, you know, again, a, a very. Very, I, I, to me, a quintessential John Hughes movie. Um, not exactly how I remember it. Um, <laughs> you I thought two different movies. Apparently, I thought Ian Mitchell Smith is Wyatt. I did not like him as an actor. Um, I had prob, I had a lot of problems with his delivery. He was very um, stiff and and not in the you know fifteen year old sense in some of his delivery with some of this. It's a dick joke. It's a dick joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Got it. Unbelievably impressed with Anthony Michael Hall. In this movie, I mean, he carried it. He really, for sure. He really does so carry. It. I'm gonna. I want your opinion. So I didn't write this down, but I kept thinking it the whole movie. The scenes with like where something ridiculous was kind of happening, or even if it wasn't necessarily ridiculous, but with Gary, <clears throat> I kept noticing he had this fucking smirk on his face, like he wasn't taking the scene that seriously. Did you guys notice that? Because I kept noticing it, and I'm like, Are you like? Do you just not want to be here? If you're feeling- yeah, he. he- it came across as a sort of a no fucks given attitude yeah, in, ge- in general. That's my point about him being a nerd. A nerd does not have a no fucks given attitude and, and is going to be a nerd. Because if you have no, you're a nerd because you have fucks to give. And in his delivery in this movie, there were no fucks to give. If you're a nerd, you care about what people think and it makes you hesitate. In my opinion. In my opinion. You care about other people's uh, perception of you based on things that you like and you enjoy. He did not give any fucks. There was growth in his character because of that one line where he says to um, the blonde chick. His girl. But... um, I, that's just my thing. I just got the impression more along the lines that he was far too confident and far too cockstrung in this. You think so? I. That's what I get from it. I, th- I think they were both nerds in their own right, but he overcompensated for Wyatt's deficiencies in his social I'll skills. That. I'll give you that. So combined, they fell into that bucket, but he he carried more weight because Wyatt couldn't. Yeah, we have to have an episode where we talk about what it means to be a nerd because apparently we have very different experiences and 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 opi- like definitions because those motherfuckers were nerdy as hell. 
Like, there's nothing about them that was cool. They were very... You can be a nerdy asshole. You can be a nerdy cool kid. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, that. Maybe, you know, I guess my experience... And again, this is 1985. I, I'm, I'm, and I'm probably thinking about my experience in the late 80s, early 90s going through that. Is That's just not necessarily what the nerds kind of were in, in my experience. A nerd can be a lot of different things. Yeah, but it's, it, it's what the people and in, in the in this it's what your peers define you as. Right, because a nerd typically these days nerd is like a a shield almost. But when we were kids, that was, was not, not a thing that you were like, case. "I'm a nerd, man. I'm a nerd for this." No, f- you're not telling people that shit. Yeah, that no, was a badge you, you kept in your pocket. No, you weren't telling your people you're reading X Men. You weren't telling people you're getting a Spider Man every week. You weren't talking to people about you know the video games you were playing necessarily or things like that. You know, when when I'm growing up, you were you had to play sports. You know, you played sports, and I and I, and I love playing sports. I still love playing sports. I love the competition. I love the the gamesmanship. I love I love all of that stuff. Um, but that wasn't always the driving factor of me. I had a lot of other various interests that maybe i wouldn't necessarily express to people now in today's day and age nerds win which we've we've kind of you know talked about that when when the when every highest grossing movie is you know a superhero property you know nerds are doing all right playing video games and and spending all night gaming is not something that is looked upon as being counterculture no it's more mainstream now right. than it ever was professional wrestling being a wrestling fan isn't exactly considered counterculture anymore um collecting things you know though all those things have kind of come more into being like well that's what people do yeah. we're not ashamed of it but those are things that as i'm growing up i wouldn't necessarily be expressing to people that i was hoping to fit in with um even if they like the same thing we wouldn't talk about that right like Joe Maganello, proud Mount Lebanon alum, you know, also huge fucking D and D guy, right? Um, probably, I, I won't say that he probably would or wouldn't, but I don't know how much he would really express that to people. But that's kind of my thing, and and those those types of things that you enjoy that you want to express but you can't. In my in my experience, developed inherent insecurities because you were afraid that if people found out that you liked this certain thing, that they wouldn't accept you for it, and then by not accepting you for it, they might decide to ridicule you for it, and then you feel bad about liking the thing that you like, even though you don't want to feel bad about it. That creates a lack of confidence, and that's my whole point about Anthony Michael Hall in this: is that I didn't feel that at all. So maybe I didn't relate to it in the, in the perspective. And I think maybe that's it as we come to the end of the recording of this podcast, where I'm kind of getting at. But again, my experience. I, I and I and I, nothing yeah. you said was necessarily wrong, and it is very much wrapped up in your personal, personal experience. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now Without I can I can only speak on mine. I always do. At least one episode, I hit the Because we didn't grow up. We didn't grow up together. No. We became adults and men, you know, I'm not going to, I don't want to say together because it sounds, you know, <laughs> sounds, sounds like away. What, sounds away. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We became men together. Yeah. But, you know, we, we were, we, we, our adulthood. Yeah. It was that one night, yeah. 99. Yeah. Um, there's one night. There's all the, one how you put the emphasis there's on There's one this. night at so, Fallowfield. So, yeah. what, what, my whole thing is, um. And I the the one thing that you're pointing out, and I and I'm glad we're talking about this at the end of the episode. Um, so he had this overwhelming confidence. Yeah, well, yeah, he did with his friend. 
that, fuck, that's what that's what you do. You can say you can talk all your shit, talk your shit, gangster. You can say whatever you want, but when it came to nutting up, pulling the trigger, would you do and say the same thing? And he obviously yeah, what he was saying in front of Wyatt and that. Lisa is one thing compared to how he acted in yeah, social that's groups. What, that's what people do, and that's what nerdyish yeah. social outcast people do. Like uh, I can say that I was very fortunate that i had a lot of interesting nerdy friends and i ain't ashamed of that same um who some of which were super fucking quiet and like you know whatever like they're super mellow about things but then some who were like you swear up and down that they're banging chicks every weekend you know they're not they talk like they do like that that joke it was like like that fucking joke that girlfriend you had in canada yeah come on <laughs> that if, if that yeah. is not nerd geek 101 like a girlfriend you can't prove exists or not that is all right and that was, like, within the first ten minutes of the movie, right? They established very early that he's all talk. I love in 80s movies when they establish the girlfriend in Canada. In Canada. And then at the end of the movie, she shows up. <laughs> like, her fucking... Of course, you didn't have passports then, so you just, just yeah, easily... Yeah, you just cross the border. Flow yeah. across no that deal. border. Yeah. But I think that he... I think that character represented everything you wanted to say. Uh, well, you weren't going to say it in front of your friends. Like, you would say it in front of your buddy, your boy. There ain't no way in hell you're going to say it in front of a girl. Just like uh, in the beginning of the movie when they were, like, watching the girls exercise and they, and they were, like, oh, say this and this. And, like, but you're not actually going to say that. Yeah. Like, you're I don't only, you're only me, saying it because moment. they can't hear give it. Give me my moment. Yeah. Let me have yeah. this. He literally says, let me have this. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, to me, that is the, 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 the what do you, a word you use, a quintessential uh, nerdy experience, right? Like, that, that, that. You talk a big game, but when it comes time to doing the thing, you ain't doing shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Especially when you're fifteen. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like if 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 nerdy doesn't vibe with you, I would say just social pariahs. I'll give you that. Like I was a pretty unpopular person, and they're clearly unpopular. Uh, and no one pants to me in fucking front of the girls' gym class. That's some shit. That is some shit that stays with you the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah. That puts you in a category. <laughs> you go and talk to somebody when you're like 37 you're about yeah. that. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get yeah. like pills to yeah. calm down from that. That's some that's some embarrassing yeah. traumatic shit. Yeah, I've been through some experiences. That is nowhere near one of them. Yeah. Thankfully, um, no, that's fair. But we're not gonna dive any deeper into the psyche of are we not? of a nerd or not. Uh, but we appreciate all you nerds tu- tuning into this show yes, and all you non-nerds tuning into the show yeah, you too. as well. Because <laughs> nothing good is for everybody. We don't care what walk of life you got to get no, here please, as long please, as you're here. Please make sure you tell everybody about the show and have them download and listen to it. Uh, share with your friends. Share with your enemies. Share with your frenemies. Yeah, definitely your frenemies. Yeah. yeah. yeah we don't uh, care as long as sh- they hit play. Share with your sex robots. If you're down with that sort of thing. Yeah. There's some people who are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, but we appreciate you all tuning in this week and every week as we bring some glorious podcast content to your ear holes. And we will see you all next week. What we're going to talk about, you'll find out when we find out. Listen, I'm, So we will see you there. Listen, all I'm going to say, everybody, is that we're moving into spooky season. And uh, the podcast is going to move in that direction. So there's, there's some spooky shit. There's coming. some spooky shit coming up. So keep uh, keep uh, keep downloading. Keep listening. Keep uh, keep on keeping on, everybody. I got I got a really good idea, but I'm gonna wait till we're off off recording to mention it. Ooh. In case you guys say fuck that, we're not doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> does does it have anything to do with the words Halloween or havoc? No. 
Well, fuck. Yeah, you don't see. You're not gonna see this shit coming. I'm not ready for it. Yeah, you're about to be. Nobody's oh, ready can I, for can it. I, can I pee first before we before you? Please get into do. That? Yes. All right. That's that's very nice of you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. See you next week. Nothing good. 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 Weird science. 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 Ooh. Science.